I'm life and business coach, Samantha Sifring, and this is the Online Business Building Mamas podcast, where you learn how to build a wildly successful business from home while raising kids. Hello, everyone. Welcome to another episode of the podcast. Today, we are going to talk about paid ads. I know. I feel like a lot of you have been waiting for this. And for a long time, I was like, I don't know, thinking that I couldn't do an episode on paid ads. And then someone asked me during a Q&A, because I do now a Monday Q&A called Moms Making Money Monday at 12 p.m. Eastern in the Facebook group with the same name of this podcast, Online Business Building Mamas. I was doing this Q&A and someone asked me about paid ads and I was like, oh, I teach that in my mastermind. Like, that's where you should go and learn from me about this topic. And then I was like, wait, why don't I have a podcast episode about this? And there are some things about paid ads that I think everyone needs to know and that are true no matter what platform you're using, no matter when you're running ads. Part of my concern was like sharing information here that would then be out of date in like 20 minutes because these platforms are always changing and having shifts. But it was like this huge aha. So thank you so, so much for the suggestion, Michelle. And let's talk about paid ads. The first thing that I want you to know, that I want everyone in the world to know, is that paid ads don't only happen on Instagram and Facebook. Newsflash. (laughs) You can run ads other places. And because so many of us think that Instagram and Facebook are like the default place to run ads, guess where the ads are the most expensive? Yeah, Instagram and Facebook. And the reason that I lump these two together is that you run Instagram ads through the like meta business manager So essentially, it's the same platform, the same place, the same company you're paying for running ads on either platform. So I want to free your mind, not that you can't run Facebook or Instagram ads. They absolutely work, right? There's a reason everyone loves them. They do work. They are effective, but they are not the only option. Just think about yourself. Like, are Facebook and Instagram the only platforms you're on. I don't think that they are. So you can run ads on Google, on other search engines, on Pinterest, on TikTok, on Snapchat, on YouTube, on Reddit. (laughs) I learned that recently. You can also literally run ads on Nextdoor. Like if you are a like hyper local business, maybe you should run ads on Nextdoor. So I want you to think outside the box of Facebook and Instagram. I want you to consider other options. And while I am like personally very in favor of online ads, I think the ROI there is just way higher than on other places. You can also think about the fact that before 10-ish years ago, maybe a little longer, there weren't online ads at all. 
maybe a little bit longer. I know like 10 years ago, you could advertise on blogs. I don't even know if Facebook ads existed 10 years ago. Maybe they did. I'm sure some of you know, and you're going to let me know. But think about how new online advertising is and how did people do it before the old fashioned way? I have taught this before and literally used on my slide like a picture of a bus stop ad. So I want to just like expand your horizons and let you see that there's so many choices here. And if you're someone who just hates meta, you don't have to have drama about ads. You can just find another place to run them. In my business, I have run Facebook and Instagram ads before. I have had success running them on my own. I have had not success running them with an ads team. And I actually, maybe a year ago, almost a year ago, branched out into ads on Pinterest. And that is where I am running ads. Although I like to do some dabbling and experimentation. So I have actually experimented a little bit on TikTok with ads. And I also have run ads for another organization on Snapchat. And I'll tell you what, for that organization, I was running Snapchat ads and Instagram ads. And those Snapchat ads, the cost per swipe up. So like that would be like a cost per click through on Facebook or Instagram. It was unbelievable. It was like how Facebook ads used to be like four years ago. So just know you've got some low cost options on other platforms that you probably haven't even thought of. So let's talk about choosing a platform and getting started with ads and just like kind of general, like how you want to think about it. First thing is you want to think about where your people are. So we really want to think about where are your people and where are they like open or receptive to the thing that you're offering? So I have before used this example of like if you are a homeschooling mom coach and your target audience is homeschooling moms, maybe LinkedIn ads are not your best option. If your target audience is 75-year-olds, maybe Snapchat is not your best option. So I want you to be conscious of that. Where are your people? And also be conscious of where are they going to be receptive to the thing. And this is the thing that I love about Pinterest personally is that my people are looking for content like my ads when they are on Pinterest. They are literally searching for it. And to me, that feels so aligned. It feels so good. And now I've just convinced all of you to do Pinterest ads and my ad costs are going to go up. So (laughs) I shouldn't have done that. But I want you to know like the rationale that I have behind it and, and what I'm talking about when I'm talking about where your people are looking for that thing. I feel like it is a natural advantage that I have doing ads on Pinterest that I didn't have on Facebook and Instagram. Like, you know how it feels when you're scrolling on Facebook and Instagram and you're like, I just want to effing see my friends. And it's like, nope, here's another ad. Here's another ad. Do you want to sign up for this thing? Your marketing is outdated. You should do this thing. Do you want to buy this sweater? Do you want to buy this bidet? Like, it is literally like all kinds of things. I have a whole funny series of the crazy ads I see on Facebook and Instagram over on 
Instagram, I make reels where I'm basically just making fun of weird ads. So we have all seen that. And to me, it was not a like values alignment to contribute to that. And it feels so much better and true to me to be putting out my ads in the place where people want them, where they are looking for that kind of thing. So that is my <laughs> little plug for that philosophy. I also think you should think about where do you want to run ads? Like, what are you curious about? What do you want to test out? What do you want to explore? I think we really have to follow our intuition and our nudges and our interests in our business. Like, your nudges aren't wrong. They're there for a reason. Your desire to dabble on a certain platform or experiment with something, it's there for a reason. And it's okay for you to listen to that and test it out. I also recommend that you look for where is there opportunity. So where might there be some opportunity for you to get lower ad costs, to stand out, to be an early adopter, So this could even be on Facebook and Instagram. Like when Reels ads were first created, there was opportunity for people who were going to create them first. Like that was a huge edge, a huge opportunity for them. And there's not always opportunities like that. And we don't want to be like an opportunity chaser and just run from one fancy new thing to the next necessarily. But I think it's just a good thing to weigh when you're looking at this. And so that is kind of what informs some of my thoughts around not being on Facebook and Instagram because I feel like there's more opportunity on other platforms. You also want to think about this, your budget, because it does cost money to run ads and it also costs money to figure out ads. You are going to start off with a testing phase. And then you're going to have an optimization phase where you're making tests and you're learning and you're experimenting and you're figuring out what works and you're making all of these little tweaks over time. You are going to have to pay for that learning curve, even if you hire an ads team. And I think this was the thing that surprised me the most because you kind of think if I hire an expert to do something for me, it's just going to work. And no, nope. Absolutely not. (laughs) You could spend thousands and thousands and thousands a month on an ads team and you are still going to have a testing and experimentation phase that is still going to be part of it. And when you're hiring an ads team, what you pay them is in addition to your ad spend. So the amount that you're spending on the ad, it's an additional expense. So then you're not just budgeting for your ad spend, you're budgeting for your ads team. So I am a huge advocate of doing it yourself, at least to start. And it's for sure something that I recommend to my clients and my team and I, who have done a lot of ads on a lot of platforms, are so happy to advise on strategy and all of that. It's something that we do in the mastermind in particular. So if that's you, This is a huge reason to join the mastermind that we can talk about those particular strategies and you can get custom advice and all of that when it comes to doing your ads yourself. So, okay, that's your budget. (laughs) Think about how much am I willing to spend to go towards this 
even if I'm not necessarily getting a return. Because I think all of us, it's like, well, if I was going to double my money, I would put all the money into it. And that's not how it works at first. That is something that you work up to. That's not even where I am with ads. I have some friends who are sometimes there with ads. <laughs> and that's something else we'll talk about. But it's not a magic ATM for sure. I think it's an amazing way to grow your audience, an amazing way to get your content in front of additional eyeballs. Like, of course, advertising is a thing because it works, because it's so great. But it's also not this like magic wand that fixes all of your problems. Okay, let's see. I talked to you a little bit about starting small and doing it yourself. And I want to dive a little bit deeper in this. I absolutely think that probably the majority of you listening to this episode are smart enough to do ads yourself. Even if you open up the ads platform and it looks so confusing and you're overwhelmed, I still believe in your capacity to figure it out and get the results that you want from it. So here's what you want to do. You want to, first of all, think about content that is going to make sense on that platform. This is called native content. So you want to think about what's the content that is going to fit in on this platform and not be weird in a bad way. You want to think about getting into the brain of your person. You want to be thinking about who your person is, both with the copy and the visual elements and the targeting that you're doing. You really want to be thinking about your person and how they're going to receive it. And then you want to start small. And you can literally start with like 5 to $35 a day. Kind of depends on platform. You can be more in that like 5 to 20 range on the majority of platforms. Facebook and Instagram, maybe on the higher end of that. Start small and then absolutely, under no circumstances, be raising your budget when you are not getting results. When you are not getting the results you want, do not throw more money. And this is something that I've actually seen some ad agencies tell people is that they should put more money in when things aren't working. And I think in some ways it kind of makes sense to us. Like if I just put more money in faster, then we'll figure it out faster and I'll get my results faster. And I have literally never seen that work for anyone ever. So that is a logical fallacy. Please don't do that. And I think there's even kind of this narrative around don't get started with ads until you're ready to lose $30,000. Like I've literally heard this before and then I have seen friends lose $30,000 because they were thinking this. And I literally just have so much stress right now. If you could see my face. <laughs> just thinking about this. Don't do this. You can start very low cost. You can start very small and you can see momentum. You can see results. You can see measurable changes with it. And you do not have to just like throw, throw, throw money, money, money at it. You also want to have realistic expectations. So I already said this is not like a magic wand where all of your problems are going to be solved and you put money in and money magically comes back to you and it's amazing. That's not at all how it works. 
you really do want to have realistic expectations of what it's going to look like running ads. Like here's something that I said to clients recently and it blew their mind. So I run Pinterest ads. I I do all kinds of things over there and we're always experimenting and trying new strategies. But one of the things that we have over there is a freebie. And this is something that grows my audience, grows my email list. And we have to like update the pin, like the graphic of the pin every two weeks. Like pretty much every two weeks, we notice the number of leads we're getting per day drops, like the performance of the ad drops. And we have to put new visuals, like new graphics on those pins, on those ads every two weeks. And then I told that to a client recently and she's advertising on Pinterest too. And she noticed the same thing. Like I told her, don't change your graphic until you see that dip. Like learn the truth of your business, the truth of your audience. Don't just like follow whatever happens with mine. Like it might be different. But she noticed that same thing. There was a dip around two weeks. She put a new graphic out and immediately it bounced back up in performance. So realistic expectations. Okay, let's see. One more thing I think that I want to say to you is that it's okay if you hire an ads team, even though I've been telling you you should do it yourself and maybe doing some naysaying about hiring a team. There are some amazing teams out there. And I think at some points in your business, it makes total sense. So I don't have an ads team right now, but my COO in my business, that was her career before she came to work for me. Like she was, you know, working for a company, doing all of this kind of stuff, like digital marketing and analytics type stuff. Like she had a lot of expertise in these areas before coming to work for me. So it makes sense for us to handle this internally instead of having a team externally to run this for us. So you don't all have to do it the exact way that I'm doing it. If you want to hire someone, that's fine. But here's what I want you to remember. First off, no one cares about your business more than you do. Do not believe that they care the same or more than you. They care about your business less than you. They care about your revenue less than you. They care about your ad spend less than you. So you always have to keep that lens and like not to have an antagonistic relationship with them, but going in with eyes wide open that like you need to be vigilant. You need to be the advocate for your business and speak up for your business. Also, no one knows your ideal client better than you do. This is something I see with a lot of people who hire ads teams, that the ads team struggles to understand the messaging, the ideal client. It can be like a struggle for a lot of people. So you really want to be looking at that. Like when you are thinking about hiring an ads team, you want to see what are their other clients doing? I just had a client tell me that she was working with an ads team. It went horribly wrong. And then she started to realize the successful clients that they had worked with in the past sold a very different offer than her. Not close at all. And this is an ads team that had really struggled to understand her ideal client. It's like, yeah, they do not work with your industry at all. They have not had success with someone in your industry. So 
when you are looking for an ads team, you want to be interviewing multiple different teams. You want to be looking at the other clients they work with. I actually think you should ask for recent client referrals and talk to those actual clients, get their words. Like I think there can be a testimonial, but what you hear from the actual client might be different. Like their experience of it might actually be different. So don't just look at like a shiny case study, a shiny testimonial. Talk to the ads team and talk to referrals if possible. Interview multiple teams. Ask them for like some stats from recent clients, recent launches, like what's the other kind of work that they're doing and especially looking for are those businesses ones that are similar to yours. So that is all stuff to keep in mind when you are thinking about hiring an ads team and I would say you don't want to spend more than like 2000 a month maybe when you're first starting out. And this is why in my mind, I'm like, why wouldn't you just do this yourself, figure this out, learn this yourself and put that 2000 towards your ad spend. I think there's a phase later in business where like, yeah, hire the team. But if you are early on and you want to experiment with this, you can do it yourself. <laughs> so I want you to really like, keep that in mind, be empowered. And like I said, if this is something you want to get into, if you want to get into ads to be growing your audience, because absolutely audience growth is essential for making more money in your business, essential. So you have the people who are here right now and yes, there are clients there. There are future clients there who are going to hire you, but you always want to be bringing in new people for the long-term health and sustainability of your business. This is so, so important. I should have even like said this at the beginning, but <laughs> I'm getting it out now. Audience growth is so important. It's essential for your business and you pay one way or another. You pay with time, trying to do the organic route you pay with time of like running ads yourself. You pay with money of hiring a team and running ads. You pay with like the time and money when you're running the ads yourself. But you're paying with time or money to grow your audience. This is just how it works. So I want you to like really consider if ads are the route that you want to go, if you want help with that, for sure, join the mastermind. Come work with me. We'll talk about it. We'll strategize. I train in there. I give advice. I give strategy. I give feedback. My team is always happy to talk the tech stuff. You have support on that in there and then so much more on top of that. So enrollment is coming soon. So stay tuned for that. Go to samanthasiffering.com slash mastermind and you can join the wait list to get some behind the scenes goodies and to hear when enrollment is opening. So be sure to do that and I will talk to you all next time. If you like this podcast, I want to invite you to coach with me over in my program, mama to CEO. There's you and there's the consistent income you want to make in your business. And I help you remove everything standing in between. It's lifetime access for mastering your marketing, sales, time, 
and everything else you need to have the business and life you really want. Whether it's making your first thousand or a hundred thousand, I can help you do it. To join, go to mamatoceo.com. M-A-M-A-T-O-C-E-O.com. 